For a new shade of gray? Introducing Your Soul Was Made for Mine. Author C.L. Hunter magnificently weaves a tale of loss, pain, romance, and electrifying thrills that will keep you captivated until the very end. When their lives converge in Ireland, Nolan and Emmeline will never be the same as dangers appear from Nolan's past and they unravel astonishing secrets together. With each new discovery, they go to places, events, and ecstasies they could never have imagined possible. Visit clhunterauthor.com and get your copy of Your Soul Was Made for Mine on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, iBooks, and Kobo. Royal Destiny Salon and Spa, where you are royalty. Specializing in children's hair, natural, weaved, and relaxed hair. Looking for a professional stylist who cares not only about how good hair looks, but also how healthy it feels, then Royal Destiny Salon and Spa is the place for you. Royal Destiny Salon and Spa, located at 4936 Albemarle Road, Suite 14, Charlotte, North Carolina. Call today to schedule your appointment for a more beautiful you. 724-734-8043. That number again is 724 724- Seven three four eight zero four three. Hello, this is Jerry Adams, Mr. Brown Eyed Country Soul himself, and I rock with this needs to be said. Max Arsenal.
All right. Listen, I'm a part of a mastermind group, and we have a lot of free content that we are rolling out. We started last week, and you can get signed up. And we have everything from business mindset videos. We have a webinar coming up. We have a Periscope day. We have some blog posts that we are setting up just for you all to help you grow your business and move forward in your purpose and your passion. A lot of people that have followed me over the years have been afraid to grow in that thing that they feel passionate about. And a lot of times it's because you don't see how it can make money. Well, this group of ladies that I have partnered with over the past 90 days are coming together to show you just how realistic it is for you to live your purpose and get paid for it. You don't have to have a job that you hate so you can pay your bills and then do your passion on the side. It doesn't have to be that way. And that website, I want you to grab a pen so that you can write down this website because you go and you register and you're able to get the free content emailed directly to your email box. And a lot of times people are wondering, well, how do I, you know, participate or when do I tune in? A lot of what we're sharing with you is at your own pace. We send it to you. You watch it at your leisure. We have some parts of the activities that will be live. However, you will know in advance, and you can plan to be available for the parts that interest you most. Like the Periscope Day, we have 15 dynamic ladies that are coming together to share topics on how to move yourself forward in business, and it deals with everything from how you are spiritually, emotionally, as well as what your mindset is in your business. So I don't want you to miss that. The website is www.businessmindsetmasterclass.com. That's www.businessmindsetmasterclass.com. So if you head on over there and get registered, whatever free content we have, you will be receiving. We have a couple more videos on business mindset that's going to be released, and I don't want you to miss that. And then we have the Periscope Day, like I said, and then we have the webinar. And I'm certain there's one more thing that I'm missing, but I wanted to make sure that you're in the funnel so that you don't miss what we're sharing with you. Elevate Me Mastermind was founded by Melissa Alibaugh, who, after facing a divorce, decided she would not be a statistic. Rather, she would thrive, and so would her children. Right after she hit six figures in 90 days, she knew she had to go back for others. Soon thereafter, Melissa started hearing from other women who had similar struggles. While working one-on-one with a client, she was told that her client needed to pause her sessions due to having to figure things out with her family situation. In that moment, Melissa knew she had to do more. She knew that there were other women just like her client. So she called her client and asked, are you ready to change your situation for good? Her client gave a resounding yes. The Elevate Me Mastermind was launched one month later. Melissa gathered four other women that she knew had the spirit of love and integrity and who had expressed their deep desire to grow their business. Over the 90 days, God revealed to Melissa that he loved African-American women and that it was time to come back to our roots. We have ancestral roots of helping each other. We are gatherers, and we have a rich history of being successful businesswomen and leaders in our communities. 
The symbol of the lion was chosen because we are strong, beautiful providers, protectors, and designed for community. We have allowed distractions to take us away from the sisterhood of lifting one another up. Elevate Me Mastermind is not just a mastermind, but it is a sisterhood. We inspire, encourage, and cheer our sisters on for success. We believe that integrity is key to success, so we are transparent and giving in our communications. The mission at Elevate Me Mastermind is to serve empower, and launch women into their inheritance and greatness. The Elevate Me Mastermind program helps women to bring out the vision in their lives. The mottos, we are the designers of our life. Everything we have and are is because of what we did or didn't do yesterday. We are owners of our destiny, and victimhood is not in our vocabulary. We are our sister's keeper. The vision is to launch women around the world into being world-class businesswomen and leaders that provide for their families and communities. As a member of Elevate Me Mastermind, we will never allow you to sit on your gifts. We will not allow you to waste your time and talents. We say no to being under-earners and yes to creating wealth by leveraging our networks and our gifts. We, we bring our best to the marketplace and our incomes and freedom lifestyles indicated. Each Elevate Me Mastermind member gets the opportunity to showcase their gifts and talents at our Elevate Me Mastermind Unconference. Each unconference is unique because each member brings different perspective and gifts to the table. Women around the world will gain access to learn about different industries and business models that will help them realize their dreams and goals. Attendees of the Elevate Me Mastermind Unconference will gain action steps to move from a broken business model to one that is prosperous. Attendees leave with individual plans and steps to increase their revenue in 30 days. Then we introduce you to a master leader facilitator of the Elevate Me 90-Day Mastermind Program who will launch you into having the business and life you love. Our unique holistic mastermind groups ensure that members thrive and grow in their businesses in as little as 90 days. Once you have changed your business and life, you become a master and are set to show others the way. At Elevate Me Mastermind, our goal is to have you grow and then take the stage. We want everyone to achieve and have success. We are excited to present master leaders Mariah Morningstar, Catherine Waddell, Drew Elons, Melissa Alibaugh, and Jaha Knight for our first virtual Elevate Me 90-day unconference happening on October 23rd. Everyday women just like you are realizing their dreams and making a decision to follow them. Together we will unlock your dreams and give them wings to soar. Are you ready to get started? It all starts here. 
At this time, we're going to interview each one of the master leaders and find out about the women behind this mission, starting with the founder, Melissa Alaba. Welcome, and thank you for allowing this interview to take place so that other women are empowered. Uh, This Elevate Me Mastermind movement is powerful. So, Melissa, please share with the audience who you are. I know I captured a little bit in the introduction, but we'd like to hear from you who you are. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for having me and having us and just talking about this mission and, you know, our goal of just helping so many women elevate their lives. So I I truly, truly appreciate you. Um, Again, I'm Melissa Alaba, and I'm a vision coach. I have been um, doing life coaching and providing therapy to women for over 14 years now and helping women in their personal lives and in their business lives um, in those roles. So I have myself had several businesses that were million-dollar businesses, and I just knew that there was a formula to that success, but I never knew how I would be able to share that until um, this moment, until this happened, to this that, that situation occurred with the client, and that allowed me to be able to really spread my wings and to be able to spread this message that you can earn a significant income um, as a business owner, as a woman, as an African-American woman at that. Wonderfully said. Uh, What are your thoughts about women really embracing their fears so that they can dance into their success? Oh, my God. Um, You know, Drew Drew Elons, who actually talked about fear in – one of the courses that we provided, the um, Business Mindset Masterclass, I think she hit the nail on the head when she just talked about, you know, understanding those fears. And Many of our fears are very real, um, you know, because many of our fears are, are those circumstances or, or situations or mindsets, um, or core beliefs, I like to call them, that were placed in us early on. But taking those things um, – and embracing them, accepting them, and then pushing past them and turning that into action. And when I when I say by, mean by that, you know, one of the things I actually just talked about the other day on a Periscope that I did was, you know, the fact that I'm a divorcee is real. You know, mm-hmm. so you know I can easily say, well, I don't have the support, I'm not married, or or what have you, or I'm a single mom. You know, that that's real. And so, a lot of times those things that are real in our lives, they become those fears that then we use as excuses to not to move forth. We get comfortable with the excuses. We get comfortable with, you know, this is the reason why I can't do X, Y, Z. And what I'm saying is, no, that is a situation or a circumstance, but that's not your life. And we can we can move on to bigger and better things. Wonderful. And Talk a little bit about the mindset that has to be present really in all of this. I think the the biggest mindset has to be um, that you no longer want to accept status quo, that you no longer accept things just the way that they are, but you're ready to push past that to say that you can have more, you know. Um, Statistically speaking, when I got a divorce from my – ex-husband, um, who was an attorney, my income should have dropped significantly. 
my way of living should have dropped significantly. My children's way of living should have dropped significantly. But I decided in that moment that that was not going to be us, that we were going to continue to live life as we always had lived life, and we were going to even do it better. And actually we just came off of a trip. We went on a trip for two weeks to Europe, and it was just the most exciting thing because we have, um, Mama, myself, I've been um, separated from my ex for, like, I want to say it's been nine months now. So to mm-hmm. be able to go for two weeks, we went to Paris, London, um, Sweden, oh, wow. <laughs> stopped <laughs> in Iceland, and then we wound up coming back through Washington, D.C. before come home. That was like a dream come true for me. And not only a dream come true for me, but it was really just saying to myself and to the mindset that, no, my life has been elevated. And I actually talked to my ex-husband yesterday, and he was like, wow, I'm so proud of you. And he was like, what are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my. You know, because it's like, what are you you traveling all over the world? Okay. Like, what, what is happening? But that was really what I said. I said to my circumstance and to my situation that my life was not going to change, but it was going to get better, and I was not going to be a victim because, you know, so many people said to me, oh, I'm so sorry, you know, you got a divorce, or I'm so sorry that you're married, you know, and I'm just so sorry because they were they basically were thinking like, oh, my God, things are going to be tough for you right. and literally ask questions, are you okay? And so, one, the first shift was, no, this is not going to be me. And it was recognizing it's not going to be me, and then, two, recognizing the gifts and the talents that I had in my hand. So many times women do not recognize the gifts and the talents that they have in their hands, and they just miss that. Instead, they focus on the circumstance. But when you focus on what you do have, God will show you how to expand that for growth. And that's where that business mindset comes in. It's saying that I have something to offer the world. I have a commodity a commodity that I can sell to be able to elevate myself. And once you understand that, you can push past any fear, any circumstance to get to where you need to be. All right. Well, thank you, Melissa. Thank you so much. Next, let's talk with Jaha. Welcome, and thank you for being a part of this interview. Oh, thank you. All right. Share with the audience who you are and what brought you to the Elevate Me Mastermind team. Oh, I'm Jaha Knight, branding Amazon, and I own a branding agency here in in, uh, Atlanta, Georgia. The branding agency is Karasi Media Group, and I'm the founder of Sophisticated Academy. I came to Elevate Me Mastermind through Melissa, who I met last year, and it's kind of phenomenal that from that meeting and the interaction that we've had that I'm here in this mastermind. But it actually came in a, at a great time, a great moment in my life of what I really needed this. So that's that's how I got here. <laughs> All right. So explain to the listeners and share with the listeners what you mean when you say brand Amazon. What does that mean for their business? Oh, um, as a branding Amazon, I basically take my clients from A to Z in business. That's, uh, let me see how to explain it. There are four pillars in business, and I work with clients on three out of those four pillars uh, to create growth and wealth strategies for their businesses. These strategies can include, like, leveraging their world-class talent to generate multiple profitable streams of income, leadership strategies, integration of new business models, branding, marketing, sales funnels, 
inbound, outbound marketing, and lead capture and nurturing systems. I basically help them from the start of their business to pretty much the the end when they start getting in clients and working that system. Then I hand them over to Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> terrific, terrific. And can you share with us five ways people can outshine their competition? Oh, wow, yeah, that, that would be great. Uh, get really clear on your target audience is the first way I would say um, to outshine your competition. The next one would be knowing who your competition actually is because if you don't know who your competition is and you think you're the only one, you're not the only one. You have to be aware of them and what they're doing so that you're doing it in a way that works best for you. Uh, creating workflows and systems to support your clients pre-sale, during the sale, and post-sale, that's a huge way. Knowing your stuff, knowing your stuff is pretty much the first thing. Like, really know it. Keep investing in your content area and become well-known for that area. And then creating your own lane. Be uniquely you. Those are the five ways I would say that they can outshine their competition. Awesome tips. Thank you, Jaha. Thank you. Uh, Next, let's talk with Drew. Uh, Welcome and thank you for being a part of this interview. Oh, thank you. All right. Uh, Share with the audience who you are and what brought you to the Elevate Me Mastermind team. Oh, wow. So quite like um, Jaha and others will say is that I met uh, Melissa over a year ago and it was um, when she reached out to me about being part of a mastermind, it was a great opportunity uh, because I recently uh, left the President Barack Obama's administration as a senior official at the Environmental Protection Agency and decided to step out on my own to, one, one really, to take a break. Um, it was time <laughs> to take a sabbatical from basically working 24 hours and seven days a week. Uh, when you're working as a political appointee, you, it's very rare that you have time off and time to relax. And so wow. I felt that I was moving away from myself and and not being the kind of wife and mom I wanted to be nor had time for myself and so I knew I needed to retool and I decided to leave I launched my own blog at drewelon.com and um just so happened to get other people uh, uh two clients to just come up to me and say hey they really wanted to use my expertise so I started the Elon's group um and again this made um all of this happened so quickly within a year, um, and me having to put different things together, and me being quite comfortable with um, operating this way with the Elon's group, blogging, having the opportunity to be on um, News One Now with Roland Martin. So it's really, you know, I felt like life was good. And then uh, Melissa invited me to uh, this mastermind with four other. Uh, powerful young women, and I have been totally amazed at not only their expertise, uh, but their willingness to bring me along and help me, uh, in fact, elevate my skills, my game, and then to think about ways that I want to do uh, operate in my business differently. So I came to this as, I would say, more of a novice, but I'm, I know that I am going to leave um, this group um, 
the group, the mastermind, meaning the, mm-hmm. the weekly meetings, but not the women, because this that there's been a, a, an unbreakable bond that has been put together here. But I will say that uh, I will leave here as a much better business-minded woman and ready to take on uh, a different perspective in my business and in my life. So, you know, this has been an impactful, powerful opportunity, and I and I. You know, I can't wait to share this and help Melissa share this with other women. Phenomenal, phenomenal. Let's talk about networking versus strategic relationships. What's the difference between networking and relationship building? Well, you know, a lot of times when people are either looking to change careers or when um, we are looking to step out in business of our own and becoming entrepreneurs, we're always told we need to network, 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 network. And, and networking is simply going to an event and exchanging business cards. And many of us get that down pretty easily. Uh, for me, establish strategic relationships and relationship building takes that networking to the ne- to the next step. Uh, networking only gets you business cards, only gets you contacts. Relationship building and strategic and, and identifying people that you know you need to connect with um, those are the ones that either get you uh, new business opportunities or uh, the next career opportunity, those are the things that take you to the next level. Those are the things that get you more clients. Those are the things that give you more opportunities to increase your bottom line. Um, And when you are establishing relationships, that's how you make your network. Um, When you are working those relationships, you're reaching out to them and, and to the people that you've met following up with them and figuring out ways that you all can connect um, through business and through other opportunities. All right, terrific. And how do you establish strategic relationships? Well, one of the things that I, um, I, I do personally and I will begin to share with others is um, – when I know there is something I am about to do, if there's a new, uh, for instance, a new career I'm stepping into or as I'm shaping out and, and retooling my business, um, I am looking at who's out there doing what I want to do, who's out there that I uh, may want to be as a client. And if I don't see that client, I come up with that prototype of what that client is. And then once I realize and make that list of those people, then I decide, okay, where are they? What events do they go to? How do I do that? And I think about those things, and I establish this list of ways that I can target the people that I need to meet, meet those people, and then make sure that I'm able to provide them something and not always looking and seeking to, to, to get something from someone else. It is me focused on how I can make sure that any relationship established is mutually beneficial. But the one main thing when you are at any event and looking to establish any type of relationship with anyone is that you must be authentic. You must be transparent uh, because when you're not, other people pick up on that. They, they can discern that you are either hiding something or not being truthful about who you are and so it makes them more apprehensive to enter into said relationship with you. So I think the most important thing out of everything is just be authentically you, and then once you're that and you've already established the people that you know you need to meet, 
you go out, you meet them, and you put forth a plan that will help you better engage with them on a longer-term basis. I totally agree with that. I totally agree. <laughs> Thank you, Drew. Thank you for being with us. Thank Next. you. Oh, you're welcome. Next, let's talk with Mariah. Welcome, and thank you for being a part of this interview. Thank you. All right. Share with the audience who you are and what brought you to the Elevate Me Mastermind team. Sure. I'm Mariah Morningstar. Uh, I am the owner of Essential Concepts Graphic Design, a digital design agency specializing in campaign, brand, um, and event and book design. And um, I would say that I was in the right place. In my, I, I, I was, my mind was open to it. So when I was approached by Melissa about being in the Elevate Me 90 Mastermind, it was, it was like a godsend. Um, mm-hmm. In my design business, I think I had reached my own professional capacity, and I, I just really needed to grow but didn't know how. So the answer came right on time. Right on time. Awesome. Um, what are your thoughts about waiting for the right time to start a business? <laughs> waiting for the right time. You <laughs> start now. If, if you're thinking about starting a business, it's time to start. And I think um, – and I, I spoke on this in, in, in one of the classes for business mindset and, and believing in your own ideas. And if you have the idea to start a business, you have to start moving in that direction with action. And the actions, it's like breadcrumbs. You know, one will lead to another, will lead mm-hmm. to another. And, and you'll attract the right people by, being, by thinking about what you're doing and researching what you're doing, and it, it leads you. So don't wait. Okay, that's what I think about it. Start now. Start now. I like that. Follow the breadcrumbs. All right. Uh, Many people are interested in gaining the attention of sponsors in their business. When is the right time to approach sponsors? Yes. Oh, (laughs) I don't know if people are going to like this. Because, well, I do. I help clients with this as well, and, um, Big brands, corporate sponsors, they are planning their marketing initiatives one to two years in advance. So they want to know about sponsorship opportunities as early as possible and no later than three months in advance. Basically, the, a full quarter before your event, you want to be talking to sponsors, but I, that's pushing it. So... That's the big sponsors. Now, smaller businesses, um, regional, local, and franchise businesses that you're going to approach, they might not have that that kind of structure. Um, a lot of times they're going to be the last minute. Um, but start talking to potential sponsors as soon as you have a basic plan together to see where what you're trying to do fits in their campaign initiative. All right. There you have it. There you have it. Thank you, Mariah. Thanks for being with us. Thank you. All right. Next, let's talk with Catherine. Welcome, and thank you for being a part of this interview. Thank you for having me. All right. Share with the audience who you are and what brought you to the Elevate Me Mastermind team. Who I am. I've been waiting to share that. I'm excited to let you know that I am your next strategist. 
I love teaching and learning, but developing the creative plan for someone to do the next thing they need to do in their business has been exciting for me. What brought me to Elevate Me, I have to say it was definitely the perfect timing. I was looking for a new tribe, and when Melissa mentioned it to me, I was all over it, like, okay, let's do this yesterday. And I was trying to find the right energy with the right people to do something that was going to take me higher. And what Elevate Me has done for me is opened my mind up to the power of the mastermind. I've heard of it before. I've heard of masterminds before, but not like what this team is doing. Mm-hmm. You're going to leave empowered. You're going to leave with new products and services, systems, uh, ideas. You're going to leave improving your bottom line for your business and your brand. And that's what's exciting. And she told me that in the beginning, but it wasn't until we were actually doing it. I was like, oh, my gosh, you know, I could not believe you know, because of many times you you can collaborate with people and you, you know, just come away with, okay, well, we did some work together. This is not that thing. Elevate me is literally what it's saying. You're elevating you. You're elevating your business and your, and your brand. All right. Uh, when you think about marketing, how can radio help a business expand their audience? Well, what I've learned – uh, with this needs to be said media is that I can take the average business owner who was so afraid to be on radio and in fact all they wanted to do was maybe a 30 second commercial and please don't use my voice I've been able to show them if you can um, teach what you know this is where you should be because while you're teaching people they are virtually window shopping you and I think that that expands your audience because what do people do when they go to the mall or when they see, you know, businesses uh, in a shopping center as they're driving by, they're window shopping. And they say, oh, yeah, that business is there. I've heard about it. Or they may ask a friend about it. But a lot of us are now online businesses. And unless someone's online, at, you know, in the location we're, we're at, they can't find us. They can't window shop us. So by doing radio, spending time, giving, teaching freely, being generous, connecting with people that you may have not otherwise met, they begin to know you, like you, and trust you. And I believe that that's a way, one, to stretch the business owner, open them up to, you know, what radio can do for them, which is connect them with people that want to window shop them, learn to like them, know them, trust them, and now buy from them. All right. So tell us about your thoughts on being able to teach what you know. Not every business owner can do this, but for those that can take what they do each and every day and break it down into layman's terms so that the consumer can really wrap their mind around it and be able to make an informed decision for the person that is able to do that. I believe that radio is where they need to be because when you make it something that people can just comprehend on an everyday language level, they're more likely to do business with you. When we're talking and we're using our jargon from our industry, it makes it hard for the person to trust you. But if you can break it down to where I can understand it, I can trust you because now I feel like you'll take time with me. So for the business owner that can do that, that can teach like that, radio is absolutely for them. So I believe if you can teach what you know, you ought to be in radio. 
Oh, and you rhyme with that. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you, Catherine. Thank you for joining us. Uh, so I want to return to Melissa. Uh, as I know, there is a campaign going on right now as part of this Elevate Me Mastermind movement. Melissa, can you tell the audience what is taking place and how they can get involved? Absolutely. So you can join us right now at www.businessmindset.com masterclass.com and you'll be able to get more of these valuable wisdom nuggets as we teach different um, courses on developing that business mindset and throughout that um, once you link up with us there you'll be able to get other information about different events that we have going on for the rest of the month but the first start is to go ahead and go to businessmindsetmasterclass.com and join us there, and you'll get all the updates. And the biggest thing um, for me is it's not about me, um, and it's not even so much about the Elevate Me piece, but it's about each and every woman who comes to Elevate Me 90 and who grows. As you've heard from the different women, women are coming with talents. They're coming already with businesses. Those are the women that we want. And we have women who are, who come and they just have an idea, right, and we help to develop their business. But wherever mm-hmm. you are in that funnel, we're going to take you from A to Z. And if you're already at M, you're going to go from M to Z. We're going to help you to improve. Because one of the things that I know for sure is when you're in a mastermind, your ideas expand. They grow. And so whatever thing that you thought that you had, at the end you're like, oh, my God, I could do this or this or this. And it's about developing each woman, and it's about each woman having this platform so they can further keep this, you know, going of developing other women. That's like the biggest thing is that we want each woman who comes to this to grow, to gain, so they can take it back to their families and then to their communities. Oh, right. There you have it. Personal invitation to our listeners. Well, once again, thank you all for being a part of this interview. Thank you for sharing a little bit about yourselves and your expertise. I look forward to seeing more from each one of you ladies. Much success on your journeys. Thank you. Thank you. Looking for a new shade of gray? Introducing Your Soul Was Made for Mine. Author C.L. Hunter magnificently weaves a tale of loss, pain, romance, and electrifying thrills that will keep you captivated until the very end. When their lives converge in Ireland, Nolan and Emmeline will never be the same as dangers appear from Nolan's past, and they unravel astonishing secrets together. With each new discovery, they go to places, events, and ecstasies they could never have imagined possible. Visit clhunterauthor.com and get your copy of Your Soul Was Made for Mine on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, iBooks, and Kobo. Oh,
there will never be a point in your time in your life where it's the right time to do a great thing if you're waiting for that perfect perfect moment that perfect timing is not going to happen you know what you have to do you have to create the perfect time and the perfect opportunity and the perfect situation that a lot of people become comfortable they stop growing they stop wanting anything they, they become satisfied people getting ready to go to jobs that they don't like jobs that are making them sick you see when you're not pursuing your goal you are literally committing spiritual suicide when you have some goal out here that you're stretching for and reaching for that takes you out of your comfort zone you'll find out some talents and abilities you have that you didn't know you have. When the messenger of misery visits you, what are you going to do? What will keep you in the game? There are things that you think you'll never need to know that you may only need to know one time in your life, but that could save your life because you had that knowledge. Unless you attempt to do something beyond that which you've already mastered, you will never grow. What is it that you looked at at some point in time and you decided that you couldn't do it? That you talked yourself out of it? You're waiting on your next door neighbor to make it happen for you. It may not happen. If you're waiting on your mother or your father, they may be so ancient in their thinking that they don't understand this opportunity that you have. And if you're waiting on them, it may never get done. You don't beg average people to be phenomenal. You don't beg good people to be phenomenal. You just are phenomenal and you will attract phenomenal. What reason can you remember that you can call on, that you can reach on, that can make you get back up? Find that reason. If you're not where you are, if you're not where you want to be, if you don't have what you want, want to have, if you're not where you think you should be at this particular place, it has nothing to do with the system, but it has everything to do with the fact that you're not making the sacrifice. I want you to make that dream become a reality because if you don't, you will be working for somebody else to make their dreams become a reality. Everybody is against you or don't believe in you no more. And let me tell you something, that's a lonely feeling. It's a lonely feeling, particularly people that you're doing it for. Most people take their greatness, take their ideas to the graveyard with them. Listen to me, if it was easy, everybody would do it. There are people right now who are working who don't want to work. There are people who hate their jobs, but they keep getting up to do it. The wealthiest place on the planet is the graveyard. Because in the graveyard, we will find inventions that we never, ever were exposed to. Ideas, dreams that never became reality. Hopes and aspirations that were never acted upon. The question is, what are you going to do with your time? What drives you? Greatness is a lot of small things done well. Day after day, workout after workout, obedience after obedience, day after day. When things don't work out for you, when things happen that you could not anticipate, what are the reasons that you can think of that can keep you strong? You will never ever be successful until you turn your pain into greatness, until you allow your pain to push you from where you are to push you to where you need to be. Stop running from your pain and embrace your pain.
Your pain is going to be a part of your pride, a part of your product. I, I challenge you to push yourself. See, it's easy to be on the bottom. It doesn't take any effort to be a loser. It doesn't take any motivation, any drive in order to stay down there on a low level. But it calls on everything in you. You have to harness your will to say, I'm going to challenge myself. I mean that what you did last week don't count. Today, today is the only important day. There are 86,400 seconds in a day, and how you use those are critical. You got 86,400 today, and what you do today is going to see me who you are. Nobody's going to talk about what you did last week. that the biggest enemy you have to deal with is yourself. There's an old African proverb that says, if there's no enemy within, the enemy outside can do us no harm. You have this opportunity of a lifetime. It means absolutely nothing if you don't take advantage of it in the lifetime of this opportunity. I got a thing that when life knocks you down, try and land on your back because if you can look up, you can get up. If you want a thing bad enough to go out and fight for it, to work day and night for to give up your time, your peace, and your sleep. If all that you dream and scheme is about it, and life seems useless and worthless without it. See, it's time now. If you want to make this your decade, you've got to start saying yes to your life. You've got to start saying yes to your dreams, yes to your unfolding future, yes to your potential, as opposed to saying no. When you die, die on eat. Leave no dream left behind, God. Leave no opportunity left behind. When you leave this earth, accomplish every single thing you can accomplish. Listen to me. You're going to be here one day, but you'll never get here if you give up, if you give in, if you quit. And finally, guys, you got to want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe. I'm Drew Elons, political blogger and chief editorial officer for DrewElons.com. You know, I'm getting very, very tired of those running for elected office just flat out lying. Yes, I expect them to embellish the truth. That's what many of them do. But I just, but just outright lying is really disturbing and causing to question their character or whether they even need to be elected at all. I take particular offense to the lies that a certain Republican presidential candidate named Carly Fiorina is telling about Planned Parenthood, a Planned Parenthood video that she says she's seen. It's bad enough she's embellished her career path to make it seem as if she was a lowly secretary that happened to find her way to CEO. We all know that with white privilege, it is very seldom the case where it is a coincidence that a white woman is able to become a CEO of a company like Hewlett-Packard. I mean, especially since her dad is the former dean of a law school at Duke University, a former deputy attorney general, and a judge for the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit. (laughs) Come on now. Yet she wants us to believe she had not had no connections that would help her to move up. Nor does she mention the fact she was actually a secretary during the summers while she was attending Stanford University. But I digress. I decided, though, to write her an open letter. Um, you know, I'm calling her 
fibbing Fiorina, to be nice. But anyway, this open letter is specifically about her repeated lies around the Planned Parenthood video. Dear fibbing Fiorina, girl, stop. Just stop. Please stop lying. Your credibility is fastly going down the drain. Yes, I know there are right-wing nutbags that will grab hold to your lies about Planned Parenthood, harvesting live fetuses for their intact organs. But you really, really, really don't have to lie about seeing a non-existent video that proves this happens. I mean, you go on into graphic details about how you've watched this horrific ordeal take place, but yet you have not been able to produce said video. Even when pushed by Chris Wallace, the Fox News host, you skirt around the fact that there is even a video and just keep talking this mantra that there is a video, which we know it's not. But then when Chuck Todd Todd on uh, Meet the Press asked you and, and your team to provide the video, you failed to produce a video and continue to say that it does exist. And we all know that it does not. Why? Because it doesn't exist. I mean, there is no such video. And instead of you just sticking to the regular Republican talking points about how bad Planned Parenthood is and that they use federal dollars to abort fetuses, which is still a lie. But who bothers with the truth these days? I mean, really. You, however, choose to to further make up a scenario that includes some video of you actually seeing them abort live fetuses and harvesting them for organs. Yes, addressing you as fib as a fibber is, is nicer than calling you a liar. I agree. And it would be very nice of me to stick with the use of the term fib throughout this letter. However, to be honest, Fibbing is too nice of a term to use and doesn't adequately describe your actions. To fib is to tell an unimportant lie. It is the term we use with children when they are telling little unimportant truths to get out of trouble. But you, my friend, are telling bold-faced lies. Lies about your career path or you say embellish or some say embellish, whatever, still a lie. And lies about Planned Parenthood. So, yes, I would have used, I should have used the nicer term as fib throughout my letter. Instead, I chose to be more straightforward with you. Just like you are when speaking about Secretary Hillary Clinton. Don't you call her a liar? Yes, yes, that's it. You feel free to call Secretary Clinton a liar as it relates to the emails and Benghazi or anything else. That is on the Republican talking points list. But Miss Fiorina, how can you expect us to believe you about Secretary Clinton being a liar when you can't even seem to find the truth yourself? So here's my political pearl for you. You don't have to lie to prove your point. We know you don't think Planned Parenthood is a great organization, and you don't think women are capable of making decisions about their bodies as it relates to abortion or anything else. I may disagree, but I understand your position. But you don't have to lie. Keep it classy, Carly. 
Stop lying. Admit there is no video. Otherwise, can you rightly call someone else a liar when there's very much that's very much part of who you are? Just saying. Signed, Drew. That's it. I'm Drew Elons, traditionally modern, and that's my point of view. Karen Marlar, and this is your Daily Dose of Weird News. The Japanese engineer just invented a nifty new way to travel, a transporter called a walk car that's small, light, and apparently easy to use. The product is battery-powered, and it's about the size of a laptop. VentureBeat reported that it can go up to 6.2 miles per hour for up to 7.4 miles. It needs three hours to charge. And although it looks like it can't hold much weight, it's made from aluminum. It can apparently have as much as 265 pounds on board, which means that it is off-limits to two-thirds of America. According to the results of a new study, people who fidget at their desks are less likely to die than those who sit still. Although they are more likely to be beaten half to death by co-workers, they're driving crazy with all their fidgeting. A burglar who broke into a Delaware middle school got stuck on an elevator and was forced to call 9-11 for help. Unfortunately, he was educated in a Delaware public school and was stuck in the elevator for a long time because he couldn't find an 11 on his phone. Commenting on her email scandal during a CNN interview, Hillary Clinton said there is no evidence of that. Spoken like a woman who knows her way around a delete button. A new study shows that feeling grateful for the kind acts of others can cause you to eat more sweets. That's right, I'm not a curmudgeon, I'm just on a diet. Delta is being criticized for a new bargain basement class called Basic Economy, where many of the traditional services of the airline have been removed. When the plane lands, you also have to stick around to help clean. Police departments around the world are reminding citizens that they should not call 911 when there is a Facebook outage. Departments in Houston, Texas, Kingston, England, and Queensland, Australia, cops had to post messages on Facebook that when outages occur, there is nothing local police can do. Facebook has experienced a couple of sizable outages over the last week or so. And let's be honest, if you consider no access to your virtual friends a life-and-death emergency, you have bigger problems than Facebook withdrawal. A Michigan woman who won a $1 million lottery prize didn't know about it for months after leaving the ticket in a pile of mail. Lottery officials say Linda Tuttle stepped forward last week with a winning ticket from the May 26th Mega Millions drawing. Tuttle plans to use some money to visit former exchange students in China, provided she doesn't lose her plane ticket in a pile of mail or laundry or whatnot. The National Toy Hall of Fame has released a list of 12 toys up for induction this year. The list includes American Girl Dolls, Battleship, The Coloring Book, and Jenga. The hall will announce which two toys will be part of the class of 2015 on November 5th. Meanwhile, Jar Jar Binks action figures continue to collect dust on store shelves. 
That's your Daily Dose of Weird News. I'm Darren Marlar. You can get more weird news at DailyDoseOfWeirdNews.com. Darling, 
for joining us today. We hope you've gained something from what has been shared. Special thanks to the creators of the TNTBS jingle. It was written by Lamont Champ Josie and composed by Robert Jenkins. Thank you to everyone who supports us by downloading the phone app at thisneedstobesaid.com, by commenting on the TNTBS talk show fan page on Facebook, by retweeting us on Twitter at TNTBS, by also sharing this show with your friends. Thank you for logging in through your computer, as well as calling in to listen on the phone lines. Now go out and tell more people about this great show. If you thought the show sucked, tell them anyway. Bad news travels fast is what I'm told. Either way, tell them to tune in each weekday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're always looking for new guest commentators, awesome topics, and most of all, we want your opinion. Visit us at www.thisneedstobesaid.com. We'd love to hear from you. There's an elephant in the room. You were thinking it, so we're going to talk about it. Until we meet again in the same place at the same time, have a super day.